Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Bye-bye. Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. Underhanded, unscrupulous, and unexpected. It's time for another summer of Big Brother. show for the year it's over it's done what a big night it was too you know a lot of people you know ask me if i'll be happy or sad when the show here is over and uh a part of me is a little bit of both um you know it's it's a little bit of both i mean it's been a blast meeting friends and being a part of the whole thing with uh, mr california miss chicago uh it's been a blast talking to you guys um, but there is, I mean, I think the relief is more uh, because the season was, was struggled at times. It did. But we got a good finale. Uh, you know, I think they were a little uh, lean on the questions. Uh, I don't think anybody really went after anyone. And uh, that can be a little disappointing. You know, Dr. Will's session last year um, I was really excited about because I thought Dr. Will was going to break the rules. He was going to be very blunt. He was going to be very honest. He was going to call people out. He was going to do this. He was going to do that. And I was very disappointed last year, and I'm, I'm very disappointed this year. I'm sure that CBS putting a, putting a a leash on him. But here's the thing about Dr. Will, and I don't agree with him doing these final shows and these and these questions. Dr. Will doesn't even watch the show anymore. I mean, he'll tell you he doesn't even watch it anymore. He doesn't like the twist. He thinks the twists are stupid. He he wants to see Big Brother go back to the old Big Brother that he played. Um, I think he's okay with the POVs, but he doesn't like the big twists like the bow of the blocks, and he says it just ruins the game. And I agree with him. I, I completely agree with him 100%. And so he doesn't even watch. And to have this guy up there asking people questions, it's just kind of like, I love Will. Will's my number one player ever. But at the same time, it's kind of like it's hard to put somebody up there who is not watching the show, who's not very fanatical about what's going on, and doesn't truly support the show enough to watch it. Some, you know. Last year I was really excited about Dr. Will. This year, 
I kind of knew it was going to be the same old, same old. You know, I don't know how everybody else felt, but it was very, very rushed tonight. I felt like, I felt like, well, number one, I felt like, you know, there. I mean, you know, I looked at my wife and I said, you know, they're not even asking the the other jury members anything, you know, that are the non-jury members, excuse me, the non-jury members, you know, usually the non-jury members are great at revealing things that they see when they see it and they ask people questions, uh, you know, did you know that so-and-so had done this and what I was most surprised about was this and when I saw somebody talking about so-and-so, I was really shocked, I was really shocked at the way that they were talking about Donnie and, and kind of the things they said. I just really felt like it was kind of like, okay, well, you're not jury, you're not important. And although you may feel that way at times, some of your most interesting seasons were really when prior people that went home before the jury came on and asked questions and were able to make statements, and you get a little bit of a shock or a little bit of a of a confrontation at times. And it just seems like they just skipped right over all of them. You know, I, I just was really, really shocked that, you know, pre-jury members really did not get any kind of segment, and I'm really disappointed that that happened because if anybody's going to tell the truth the way that it is, it's always a bitter pre-jury member. It's always somebody who went home early in the game and they're not happy, and they watched the season, they saw everything go down, and they just wanted to say, or they wanted to confront one of the winners, or they wanted to confront somebody who was in the jury. And I think that, I don't know what has come over CBS by not allowing that to happen, but... To me, it really there were several things tonight that just really just just really scored low for me, and uh, of course I want to know what you guys think, and uh, and I want you to send me a chat on our Facebook after our Facebook page, the Big Brother After Show. You can send us a message there. Uh, as you know, you can call in. We love to hear people call in nine one seven eight eight nine seven zero eight four. We'll take your calls uh, for the last show tonight. We've got a couple on the line, of course, our, our usuals. Um, but, you know, I just really felt like the finale fell short. You know, I really thought there was going to be a lot of things that were going to be pulled out. I thought I thought there were going to be a lot of confrontations about some of the things that were said about Donnie that weren't true. Um, I thought there was going to be some things that maybe Frankie said that they wanted to put out there and make him kind of answer for. And I really, really, and I like Caleb. I mean, you know, he, he's a nice guy, I think, but... I really would have liked to have heard a little bit more of why Caleb lied so much in the house. I mean, these extraordinary lies that were huge. Would really like to know if that was his game plan, if that was his strategy, what it was, you know. But it just, you know what, I really got the gut feeling, folks, that this finale was one that they wanted to get over quickly. And maybe maybe we all did. Maybe we all wanted to get this season over and behind us and hope that the next one's going to be better because it has to be. I mean, it was renewed, and I'm not going to bring everybody down. It was renewed, but something different's got to happen. I mean, something's got to change. You're seeing numbers slip and slip and slip and slip, and it's getting a little bit uh, to the point where this show is on a level that if it keeps going down, it's going to be canceled, and it's one of the biggest draws. I mean, here we are doing a radio show over the Internet on it. There are so many pages set up dedicated to it, Reality Chat, Big Brother, Addicted to Big Brother. All these pages uh, are committed to it. Blogs are committed to it. Chat rooms are committed to it. It has the following, but I think you're losing people more and more every year. And I don't think it's because people don't want to watch the show or they don't like the show anymore. I think the show is becoming less and less important to some people. I don't think that it's keeping them as invested as it used to. You're not very, you know, I can say this season was not very emotionally invested. Maybe I'm letting everything out of the bag now that the season's over, but, and this is the last show, but. 
I just felt like I was never invested. I, I never felt invested one time in this season, and I haven't felt invested in a season. Probably, probably fourteen. I was. I was a. I, I liked Frank Udi a lot. Uh, I was a big fan of his. Me and my wife both really liked him, um, and we liked Ian okay. But you know, of course, I liked the great players, and Dan being in that season uh, helped a lot. So I was a little bit more emotionally committed to fourteen. I was very upset whenever Frankie went up, or yeah, when Frank Udi went up. Don't get him crossed with Frankie. Um, and it was just a battle of the whole house versus this one guy who kept winning and winning and surviving. And, you know, I got a little emotionally involved. 13, I felt no real emotional involvement. And in 12, I felt some. But I just feel like, you know, this season there was just not emotional attachment to anything. And I think that something really does have to change. And we'll see if it does in, in about, well, less than a year. Um, so, you know, take take solace in that. Maybe there's going to be something that's going to be coming along next season that's going to be great. I'm really – I'm really keeping my fingers crossed for All-Stars, too. I know we've said this when we beat a dead horse, but, folks, I'm telling you, even if you don't think it's a good idea, cross your fingers for it to happen because until it happens, these new people who are coming on Big Brother will not know how to play it because their references are always Big Alliance, the Quack Pack, the Brigade, you know, the Exterminators, the Bomb Squad. And I'm telling you, as much as it was great when the Brigade did this huge alliance and it was a ingenious move, and it was. The Brigade was probably the original big squad. Um, some people would say the friendship, but I don't. I don't think so. I think. I think. I think the. I think the. Um, the Brigade was larger, but you know, look. When we get to when we get into a game and it's large alliances, I'm telling you, you're going to get bored of 90% of the time because nobody's going to do anything. Nobody's going to make a move. They're going to wait until everybody's out of the house. If you don't get any drama within the group, you're not going to get anything. And I think that I don't blame the players. I think that's what they're used to seeing. These are very young players who are probably in their 20s and probably the seasons they have been interested in since they've settled down a little bit have been the seasons that have been 12 on. And we need a we need an all-star. So even if you don't think it's necessary, please think about it and keep your fingers crossed because I think this show really does need that kind of help. I think it does need an all-stars too next season to push it over and get it rebooted and restarted. So I'm hoping that's what happens. If it doesn't, I, I'm afraid we're going to get new people again and these new people just don't know how to play. And as a result, I just felt like I was un emotionally attached to the game I was unemotionally attached to anyone anybody who went home was okay anyone who won other than a few people was okay you know I just you know it just wasn't a it wasn't a major season for me but I'm sure it was for some of you and for some of you that that considered a major season for you that's great I think you got probably what you wanted um but you know hey look I, I didn't find any kind of charismatic answer in Derek or Cody uh, you know, when you're speaking for $500,000, man, you make your case, you plead your case, you make the statements you need to make, you make the jury like you. Somebody said uh, charisma doesn't matter when you're doing uh, and I think that's all bull. I think charisma matters a ton. I think you need to do, if you were, if you played an evil game, you need to flip it to a 180 and be the nicest guy on the planet and sell yourself in the things that you did. I think that likability matters in elections. I think it matters in jury votes. I think it matters in everything. Likeability is huge when you're trying to convince people to do something that you want them to do. 
and I felt no real likability or charisma from Cody or Derek. I mean, Cody just acted like he was answering questions as fast as he could. He, it was like, hell, I don't want to be standing up here. I don't even want to answer these questions. I don't want to talk to the jury. I just want to, I want to give my answers and I want to sit down. And I think, I think in the end, yeah, I'm really surprised that Cody got two votes. To be honest with you, I was really surprised that he that he pulled off. I thought Derek was going to sweep it. Um, look, you know, Derek winning. I mean, you know, he, you know, to me, next to Frankie and Caleb, um, I do think that that Derek was the better player. Um, you know, me and Miss Chicago were hoping that we were going to see Cody make a wise decision tonight. A uh, decision cost him five hundred thousand um, dollars, and I and I, you know what? I hate it for his stupidity. You know, it was going to be the one major move this season that we really – some of you didn't want to see. <clears throat> I understand Derek fans. Um, but, you know, I think that there was one big move that could have been made, one big blind side in the season, and it would have been Cody taking Victoria. And it didn't happen that way. You know, it kind of follows – it's the same as it's been all season. Miss Chicago said it over and over again, and so has Mr. California. You know, you go into this path that just leads straight on, and it keeps doing the same thing over and over again, and it's – Insanity, you know, but it's not a good insanity. It's one where you go crazy out of boredom because you see the same things happening over and over. You know who's going to go home. You know who's going to be in charge. You know who's going to win. And what, for four weeks now, we've known Derek's going to win. And so, you know, when Cody doesn't take Victoria, we, we, you know, I think it was a slim chance. But, you know, with that happening, it just really, really made us realize that this season's been really boring. Um, I, 15 was boring too. I didn't enjoy 15 that much at the end of it, but we did have some moments that were good. We did have some great moments that we talked about on the show and I'm very proud of that. So either way, I, I hope you were entertained at night after the big brother, uh, episodes aired. I hope that you tuned in and you were entertained by us at least and that you had fun. That's my sincere hope for everyone who does listen to this show. Um, you know, what's there to say? There's no surprise. Um, Frankie made a lot of things dramatic at the end. Uh, you know, Frankie's going to be Frankie. Frankie will try to do bigger things. I'm sure he's going to try to get on the Amazing Race. He's gonna, I have a feeling Frankie and especially like maybe Caleb, I think, would like to be considered that way, but I don't know that it will be Caleb. I think Zach and Frankie and Donnie will do things outside the house. I think you'll see them do an Amazing Race, and you'll see them do a maybe – one of them will do Survivor, maybe Caleb or somebody. But, um, you know, they, they'll do something on the outside, and they'll be popular for about a year or two, and then that'll go away. And people will be moving on to the next thing, and 16 will be a thing of the past. Really, really happy. You know, I, I'll tell you what. I'm really, 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 really shocked. You know, there was so much fear across the Internet, folks. I mean terror across the Internet that Frankie's sister – Tweeted out to well, whatever she's got, 50 million followers, is that right? 50 million? That they need to go to CBS.com and they need to vote for Frankie to win America's Favorite Player. It needs to happen, da 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 da. Then this came this panic situation across the internet like it does. And people were just mad and angry that, you know, Frankie was going to win this America's Favorite Player and they would absolutely gouge their eyes out. Frankie wasn't even the final three, which I thought was interesting that that was even brought up by CBS. And I think it was done on purpose because they probably got a ton of tweets, a ton of complaints, 
a ton of emails from people saying how unfair it was, and it was. I mean, at the end of the day, it was. I mean, yeah, hey, Frankie wins the America's Favorite Player. Guess what? We're all singing a different tune, and we're thinking it's all bullshit. It's the last show. I can say that. We all think it's bullshit at that point. You know, hey, we call everybody out. You know, that's bull. You know, you have 50 million people following our – that's my guess. I, I don't know. But I know it's a lot. And those tweets get retweeted, and the power of Twitter is so powerful. I should be on it more, and I don't I think it's stupid to only have, like, 30 words you can say. But, you know, it's the power of that of Twitter. It just goes all over the place. And and so people were so afraid that Frankie was going to win, and, and I, me included. I'm throwing myself in that thing. It turns out God's not even in the top three. So what that tells you is, is that somebody being famous on the show from here on out doesn't affect anything. It doesn't matter. It didn't help viewership. It didn't help voting. It didn't help. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I think a lot of people voted for America's favorite play, or I'm sorry, America's Alliance. I, and I'll be let, let me just be completely frank with you. I think America's Alliance was made up by CBS. I think Donnie was picked, Frankie was picked, and Joey was picked. I don't know a soul that said that Joey was picked. I don't know anyone that voted for Joey to be in that. Not a single person have I ever crossed. In fact, if you voted for Joey to be in America's Alliance, I want you to call right now, 917-889-7084. I guarantee you this phone won't ring. There is nobody I know of, maybe on a small scale, of course, Maybe they liked her liberal stance. Maybe they liked her hair. Maybe they liked that. Maybe they thought she was whatever. She caused some problems. Whatever you know. Maybe they thought she would be dramatic. But I got to tell you, folks, it had to be a small percentage. I mean, this girl went home first. There's a reason. Okay, people obviously weren't that weren't magnetically attracted to her personality, or you know, hey, I hate to say it, but looks or whatever, because that's how things work. And you know. Oh, suddenly she's in America's Alliance. I just don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think that America's Alliance was created by CBS. They put who they wanted to in there, and it was a great. It, hey, it was fine. I think I think Frankie was great in America's Alliance. I think Donnie was great for America's Alliance. I think Derek was great for America's Alliance. I think it was a great group. I think I don't. I'm Zach. I, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I think Zach replacing Derek probably would have made an America's Alliance a little better because it seemed like. Zach was able to really, really carry on a joke longer than most. I mean, when people said he was Amanda Zuckerman's cousin or whatever it was, I mean, he ran with it. So, yeah, it's a shame that they didn't really give him an opportunity. Derek was kind of boring. Um, so, you know, I think I think it would have been – I think it would have been great to have Zach in that group. But, you know, he kept it entertaining. So – he didn't end up in the final three for the America's Favorite Player. I was really shocked when they said 10 million people voted. Guys, I'm telling you, I knew it was coming. And if you tell me you didn't think, if you if you tell me, I sincerely did not think that Frankie would be in that top three, I'm going to call you a liar. I, and I'm going to tell you that right now. If you didn't think that Frank, when she said we had over 10 million votes, everybody who's a Big Brother fan thought for that second Frankie's going to get it. And he wasn't even in the top three. And I almost felt bad for Nicole because, I mean, she actually thought she had a shot at it. <laughs> I bet the votes between Zach and Donnie and, and the rest of the votes with Nicole were probably tremendous. They were probably huge. I think they said, what, uh, um, 
Uh, I think Donnie got like five million of the ten million. I, I think. Uh, I don't know if she said that, but I think that's what I believe she said. So I mean, you know, here's Donnie, you know, getting all these votes, and thank God for it. I mean, you know what? He's the best guy to probably get it. Zach's very young. Zach's got a big future in front of him. He'll probably, like I said, he'll probably be invited to do Amazing Race or something. Caleb is a young guy. He's got a lot in front of him. Donnie quit his job to come to the show. I think it's great. I think it's great that he got it. I think really at the end of the day, if you think about it, I think somebody told me they won $20,000 with America's Alliance. Woo, $20,000. Man, I think they might have won more than that. But let's say $20,000, right? America's favorite player, $25,000, right? Forty-five grand. Then their weekly $1,000 stipend check. I mean, the guy's going to walk out with $60-something thousand. I mean, he did better than Cody. At the end of the day, once Cody cashes that check and the federal government takes their tax, Cody's going to have about thirty grand of that fifty left. Donnie's going to get some tax taken out of his, too, but, you know, he made more, so it's going to be, you know, he basically won second. Good for him. I mean, anybody who's willing to quit their job to go do that show, God bless him, because obviously he was a fan of it. And I don't know anybody who didn't really like Donnie. Well, I know a few people, but people that really didn't like Donnie. Uh, overall, I think he was a really huge fan favorite, and I think if it is All-Stars 2 next year, I think he will be back. I, I really do. All right, folks, listen, we got a lot to talk about. I tried to keep it monotone going into my callers so that we can get them 100% steam. We're going to go to commercial. i got to go to Mr. California, and then uh, quickly I'm going to have to go over to Miss Chicago so we can get all this done. It's because we're in the later in the night, so we got to stick to a really, really fast regimen tonight. So stay tuned, folks. We're going to talk about the Big Brother finale. If you want to talk, you can squeeze in. You can get part of the Big Brother, what do they call that, the teat. You can get part of the Big Brother teat. Get the milk out. Say what you have to say about it. Just squeeze in amongst the callers. You can get on. Hey, we'll be right back, folks. It's the Big Brother After Show, the final one. Taking a family of five to the amusement park can cost a small fortune. Oh, yeah. So to save some money, we thought... Hey, let's bring the amusement park to us. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, step right up. Step right up, young man. Are you ready to ride the Wacky Waterfall? That's just the bathtub with the shower head running. Nope. It's the Wacky Waterfall. It's the shower, Dad. Waterfall. Wacky. There's an easier way to save. To get a free rate quote, go to Geico.com. Then buy online, over the phone, or at your local Geico office.
Mr. California, are you there, sir? Yeah, I was like, I heard a beep, but I didn't hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This <laughs> the the one time, the one show where the mics get switched off by accident. It has to be this one. But listen, we you, you saw the finale. I need to know how you feel about it. I need to know what you think about the season. Let it all on me, my friend. Tell me how it's going. Tell me what you thought, Mr. California. It's all yours right now. I have no idea what that means. You're going to slow it down for me. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet, obviously, because I'm on the other side of the world. Um, oh, that's right. But, but I'm pretty sure I know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure you, you, I mean, you've already heard the winner by now, is that correct? I actually already predicted that it was going to be, obviously, it's a, it's very obvious it was going to be uh, Cody and Derek, and Derek was going to win. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Derek wins, you know, and it's a, you know, I just, I really feel like, you know, I really thought a couple of weeks ago the finale is going to be great, uh, we're going to come out shooting. We're going to be coming out going. It's going to be awesome. And I just really feel like I am so unemotionally invested in this season that I'm almost, as far as the season goes, I'm almost kind of relieved that it's over. I mean, do you feel the same way, or did you feel like you were really invested in the show this season? I feel the same way you do. You know, after uh, after uh, Donnie and – after Zach, Donnie, and Nicole left, I was like, why the hell am I still watching the show just because I'm a fan of the yeah. show? <laughs> a lot of people felt that way. A lot of people felt that way. They felt like when Donnie left, the show kind of got boring. You know, Zach and Donnie and Nicole leaving, I think, kind of deflated so many people who are watching it. That just kind of became very boring. And, you know, it's disappointing. I mean, you know, we're used to really great seasons. And, and you know, I hate to be a downer on the finale here, but – I really thought the finale might happen, something might pick up, we might get something exciting, a blindside by Cody, somebody fighting in the jury, a non-jury. And it's like nothing. It was like they could not get this episode over fast enough. And I felt like they sped through so many things that would have at least given us some entertainment at the end. I mean, you know, last season there were people who said things about other people in the house, and that was dragged out a little bit, and those moments happened. But this season it was kind of like the faster we can get out of here and we can hightail it out before people throw something at us, the better off we are. I just felt it was really rushed tonight. You'll see that. I just felt like it just, I just, you know, when it's over, it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to take a breather now for a couple of months and then we'll restart back up at the, at the mid, middle of next year, summer of next year. And I'll, and, I'll, and I'll catch my breath and I'll be ready to do it again. But there was just a point of this. And I, I felt zero excitement throughout the entire season. I mean, can you recall a moment where you really, really felt like this is this is so exciting and man, I got to tune in next week? I mean, was there ever a moment that you felt that way this season? When Donnie won a bunch of challenges, that was like the only time I ever got excited. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you credit for that. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, because that's it. that's the only person in the house that you knew was going to really maybe do anything. And even with his, I mean, he lost a lot of his HOHs back on the bow of the block. At the end of the day, did you feel like the bow of the block was a great twist or a horrible twist? I thought it was kind of uh, dragging the sh- 
dragging the show a little bit. Yep, yep. I, I think you're right. And you know, I've told I've told this before, and I really feel this way. I feel like with the show, uh, the mm-hmm. Battle of the Block, I felt like. You know, in the old seasons, basically you had you had a HOH winner on Thursday, Saturday was nominations, Sunday was POV, and then the vote was Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And to me, to me, what they did is by putting in so many competitions. I mean, HOH, Bow the Block, POV, you know, nominations, POV. It was almost like by the time anything was used, by the time everything was said and done, it was too late for anybody to campaign. By Monday, it was too late for anyone to try to get off the block or to try to talk the votes down because everything had been decided so quickly. I mean, there was a few seasons, a few weeks where they did HOH and then they would do nominations and bow the block on the same night. And it's like, you know, where we didn't see it, but of course on the live feeds. And you're just blown away. You're going, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, I mean, these people that are being put on the block don't have any time to campaign. I mean, there was no time to make a plea to make a to make a deal, to make a final two deal, to make a I'll protect you deal, it, nothing was able to happen because they everything was so crunched together in like a forty eight hour period, and I just felt like you know we are losing so much quality. I think there's something to be said with people when they go on the block, who are able to cut a deal to get off the block, able to cut a deal to swing votes another way, able to do something where they can reveal some secrets to to throw somebody else under the bus. And this season, it was almost like you just got a blitz of four big events that happened all week long, um, by the way, we see it on TV, that were happening in a 48-hour period, and nobody had time to really convince others to, to let them off the block or to not vote for them. And I just felt like that really, really hurt the season a ton. And, and I'm with you. I just was not a huge fan of it. I just think that, you know... It, it it just drug everything out. I think you're exactly right. It drug everything out. And and it just made it really hard to stay invested. Um but are are you happy that Derek won? Do you think that you are you upset that Cody didn't win? Or you think Victoria should have won? I mean, are you happy with the Derek win? Hell yeah, I'm glad Derek won. I don't want Cody or Victoria, someone who didn't make moves in the game to win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I think I think if Victoria had won, I think if Victoria had won, it would have been it would have been a black eye on the franchise. I think if Victoria I had won, I, I just don't think it would have been good. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I would have ripped my hair out. I would have ripped all my body hair out. <laughs> you know what? A, a lot of people said, you know what? Screw it. And I think it was vengeful. Now, you know, some people I don't think it was, but I think a lot of people that were chatting on pages and whatnot, it was vengeful. I think it was the type of thing where I want Victoria to win just to piss everybody off. But I think Victoria would have been a very bad winner for the franchise. I don't think anybody would have taken the game serious from that point on. I think everybody would have said, you know what, I'm going to do what she does. I'm going to play dumb, and I'm going to be dumb, and I'm going to sit around and act like I don't know what's going on and hope somebody takes me. And I think you would have had a season of people just sitting there. And so I'm glad that she didn't win. I'm, I'm, I hate that she got that far because even though it's a strategy and I give it credit for being a strategy, it's, an, it's, it's a good one, but it's a boring one for people to watch. And people are not going to remember you. I think it's funny. She, do, she does a competition for the final HOH where she has to post people up as they were evicted, I believe. And she's mm-hmm. saying, well – 
I'll just take the people that I don't remember their names or faces, and I'll just put them first, second, and third. And I'm thinking, <laughs> but you don't, re- you don't realize in a year from now, nobody's going to know who you are, and you're a final three. Like, you will not be remembered. And if you can't win this damn game, Mr. California, you want people to remember who you were. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that gets you invited back, and that gets you that gets you some fans outside the house. People need to remember who you are if you play on a national presentation like this, where you're on television playing a game, a game that a lot of people are fans of. It's just it's shocking. But I know you, you're yeah. ready for Survivor. I know that. <laughs> yeah, Survivor comes on tonight. Yeah, Survivor is on tonight. Survivor will be the next thing. I don't know if I'll jump into Survivor. I don't know if I will watch it or I don't watch it. I did watch the first show tonight. Um, it, you know what? Survivor's just never been my cup of tea. I know you like it a lot. It's been it's always been a difficult show for me to watch. I don't know why. I'm going to try it this season. We'll see how I feel about it. I may get hooked into it, but it's very, very difficult for me. Um, now, America's favorite player ended up being Donnie. Uh, which is huge. Yeah, I, I knew it was going to be that. I knew it. I voted for him like 60 times. You know, they said that it was the most votes they've ever gotten before. It was the most votes yeah. they've ever gotten. I mean, they're talking like 10 million votes came in. And, you know, everybody online, I mean, I know you saw it because remember some of the same pages. I mean, you saw where people were in panic that Frankie had his, you know, his sister had tweeted out the 50 million people, you know, go vote for my brother, blah, 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 blah. And a lot of people were really upset about it. But you know what's what's interesting, and you probably heard while you're on hold, he wasn't even in the top three of the votes. I mean, Nicole yeah, had more uh, votes than Frankie did. Nicole had more votes than Frankie. And and that's honestly a little embarrassing because Frankie did play a much better game than Nicole. But I just think that people just said, you know what, if this is what's going to happen and she's going to do that, we're going to go in overdrive. And we're going to vote. And people like you putting up a lot of votes for Donnie, it paid off. I mean, he's the one that got it. And, and you know what? God bless him for it. He was the guy that quit his job to be on that show, to follow his show dream. And, you know, more power to him. You know what I mean? I mean, that's great. I, I, I'm really, really happy for him. So, all in all, I think a lot of things worked out tonight. I think, like I said, the finale was a little boring, and you'll see that soon. But are you glad it's over? Are you sad it's over? Well, I'm glad it's over, but I'm sad that this show is going to be over because I kind of felt like, you know, that I became somewhat of a regular on the show. And I kind of felt like, I kind of felt like, even though I don't, probably don't talk as much, like, into the game like you and Miss Chicago did, I almost felt like I was a male version of Miss Chicago. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And you know what, you're very important to this show. And this show, I'll tell you what, there's been no decision passed down whether this show will go next year. My guess will be that it will. I mean, I have to give a big thank you, and you need to hear this, and Miss Chicago needs to hear this. We owe a big thank you to you guys and the people who listen. I mean, we're talking about 1,600 people who have listened to this show, uh, who listen wow. to this show, 1,600 people. So it's, it is it is a popular show, and I think it will build steam next year. I think as the season comes, I think we'll start building more people, and we'll get more people, and we'll get more. So I, I'm not so sure that the show will be off. I think it will be back on. Uh, of course, you'll hear – you know, from me about it. Uh, as it gets closer, they'll make that decision because all these things do cost money. To put these shows on, it does cost money. And, you know, you want people that are able to get advertisement and everything to do it. So 
you know, I, I think it was a grand slam. I think we did well. I think we did really well this season. I think the show did well because of people like you and Miss Chicago. I think we had a lot of fun. And you are an integral part of this. You will be, and I'm I'm 90% positive we're going to do a show next year. I, I, I know you want to be a part of it, and I want you to be a part of it. So it's not over. Just look at it as if we're just taking a break off Big Brother for a little while. Now, I am considering doing one for a Big Brother Canada after show. I don't know if you get it. I don't know if you watch it. But we'll find a way. Message me if you can't get it. We'll find a way to get Big Brother Canada to you. And we may do Big Brother Canada because I'm telling you. You can YouTube it. Um, I'll find you some links to try to see it live. I'm going to try to do that for you and Miss Chicago where you all can watch it live. But uh-huh. uh, on your computers, of course. But, you know, look, I'm going to tell you, uh, if you haven't seen Big Brother Canada, go watch Big Brother Canada 2. Big Brother Canada 1, to me, was boring. 2 was really great. It was well, really well put together. It reminded me a lot of the old Big Brothers here. I would, you know, mm-hmm. if you're looking for a little bit of something to keep you going, watch Big Brother Canada Season 2. That's for everybody that's listening. Uh, it is a great season, and I think Season 3 is going to be great. I think they did a really great job up there, and I'm very, very excited about it. I stay up with it pretty religiously. So there's a great possibility that in the boredom I will beg them to let me do a Big Brother Canada show, and that starts, I want to say, I know it starts and we got to wrap it up, but I, I want to say Big Brother Canada starts somewhere around, like, like March. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's a great little filler in between, you know. Wow, March. Uh, yeah, I mean, you get basically, you're going to get a, um, I'm trying to find out what the start date was. Anybody know what the start date was? Month the start now. date. A- it looks, okay, it starts in February. It's February 26th is when their season starts. So oh, you basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, I mean, you get you get a break from it for a little while, and then you get to kick it back up with Canada. And I encourage anyone who needs a Big Brother fix and a good one, hey, I can tell you season two was great. I think season three is going to get better. I think it's catching on up there. I know they watch the U.S. version. But I think they have a lot of people that want to play the game like the old people used to in the U.S. There's some really great gameplay this year. So definitely check that out. I'll let you know. But I'm really, really pushing to do a Canada because they have an after show, and it's awful. So they need somebody <laughs> that's going to come in there. And I think it could be us. So I do have to wrap up. I'm getting messages. Uh, listen, buddy. I want to tell you sincerely, I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate you being on the show. I know that we'll talk throughout the rest of the year, um, and I know that we'll have interactions, and I wish you all the best of luck. And don't forget us next season. I have a good feeling we'll be back, and, of course, I want you back. And if you can get, uh, if we can get you Canada, I want you back for Canada too, okay? Uh, in February? In February? It'll be, yeah. You're looking around the end of February, beginning of uh, March. Is it so? Wait, is it the third season? Yes, this will be Big Brother Canada's third season coming up next year. That's it! Wow, the UK version has been around longer than that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, but the the great thing about the Canadian version is that it's played just like the US version. So there's a lot of backstabbing, there's a lot of lying, there's a lot of deceit, a lot of manipulation. It's great. I mean, to me, it it, it reminisces the old Big Brothers, and so it's a lot of fun to watch it. So I encourage you to watch it. Uh, try to catch season two in the meantime. It's on YouTube. Catch season two and, and you know, send me a message. Let me know what you think about it. Sure. Uh, Sam, if I if I get a job, I might not be able to do it, though, if I have a job later at night. 
That's okay. That's okay. We'll talk about it. Maybe we can pre-record something with you. You know, we'll do sure. something. We'll figure out a way to get you on here, man. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. You're a big part of the show, and we need you. We'll find a way to do it, and your job's more important. But I'll find a way to get you on, my friend. So, uh, you know, this is only like the tenth time I've been on the show, but I'm not. I already feel like a regular on the show. <laughs> you are regular. I mean, you are one of the regulars on the show, and you make a big, big part of this happen. And you know, my heartfelt appreciation to you for sticking with us, for calling, for being a part of it. It's a big deal, man, and I appreciate that so much. But I do have to cut out. But I hope that I know we'll talk. But you know, we'll we'll figure something out for you for next year. Sure. Okay, my friend. Good talking to you, and uh, we'll talk. We'll talk a little bit privately, and we'll figure something out. <laughs> All right. So we had to move on a little bit. Uh, we got to move quickly because you know it's time restraint, and we're going on so late right now. So I've got to go to the one person that everybody loves, everybody wants to hear from. I'm skipping the second commercial because I just don't want to make her wait. So I'm going to skip and I'm going to go straight to her because I need her to talk me out of my depression. Not because the show's over, but because the show was so damn bad. I'm going to get in trouble for that, but it's true. All right, everybody, get ready, get, get pumped up, get energized, all 1,600 of you, because you know who's going to be coming up now. Chicago, I mean, what do, I mean, listen, do you feel the way that, we got to pick it back up and then I'll bring it back down with some sympathetic stuff, uh, talking about how much I love you and get all lovey-dovey, but listen, did you feel this, did you feel this season was, was, I mean, did you feel unconnected? You saw the finale, did you feel unconnected? Yes, of course, of course, yeah, it just I didn't care who won. I didn't didn't care. I didn't. But you know what? Hold up, Sam. Let me hold up. We got to talk about something really serious right now. Uh Mr. California. Yes. He has been, like, amazing. And I think he was getting really emotional towards the end of his phone call. Mr. California, I hope you're still listening. I want to say this first. I was a hater. I was jealous because you trying to take over, you know, my stand with me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, <laughs> but your wife, listen, your wife dealt with it, and my Sam dealt with it, so I kind of accepted him, our little family, and Mr. California, one thing that you should be mad at Sam about, he didn't ask you if you got your job at Home Depot. Oh, and I, 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 I did. You sure did. Well, I know that he's talking. I know that he's talking to him. I know that he's in the interview process, which is what he's saying. If he gets the job, he won't be able to do it next season. So I think it's still in limbo. But of course. We are, I'm glad you brought that up. We are very much hoping that yeah. he does land that job. I know it would be huge for him. So best yes, of luck on very that situation. Much so. And I, you know, I look forward to hearing him talk every week now. He's become part of the family. And he really I really, really Mr. California. I hope you're listening. And whatever's going to happen, look, talk to Sam, and you can, Sam, give him my email address, my whatever, let him talk to me too. You know, yep, I mean, we'll do it. Now. It's, uh, the only thing that ends here is that we have no show to talk about. <laughs> That's all that ends here. I but know. But we have our we lives. We have our lives. We have our families. We have so much right. going on. And, and like I told him, you know how much I consider you a friend, how much I consider yeah. you part of family. So it doesn't end and, here. And we just don't have any Big Brother to talk about. 
She had her shoes that she talked about them. She loved her shoes. My wife, she's in the pregnancy phase, and it's like she she found these comfortable shoes. And I swear, we went walking Saturday. Uh, we had to go to a college game, and we were walking all over campus and yeah, everything. I know. I all know. I heard about was how comfortable these damn shoes are. They're called, like, Skecher Easy Goes or something. Yes, lady, yes. Lady, easy steps. Ladies, go get them. I mean, she, she raves about them still, so that's what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I just had to look. I had to let Sam hear our last conversation. This is our last show tonight. I had to come in here to live with Sam. He's like, he wants to look at his soap opera, so go back to your soap opera. <laughs> Think about Sam for the season. Think about oh, Sam. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, Sam. He's probably That's happy. Good. Listen, he's happy he's not getting soup, oh, he so he's, he's he happy is. to see me go. <laughs> he's he is like, happy to oh, see God, me go. Oh, God, bye, Sam. <laughs> okay, now let's get to cracking to the business. I just had to get a shout out to Mr. California because he has become part of our little family and yeah, absolutely. Family and all that stuff. Don't ignore us. I will be like Taylor Attraction. You cannot ignore me. I want the baby's coming and all that stuff. So, okay, Never. let's talk about the show and all of our fans too. I'm sorry we forgot about our fans. I don't care if That's it's right. 1600. I don't care if it's 600. Whoever listens to us and really gets Get us, love y'all because we're crazy. So thank Absolutely. y'all for listening and tolerating us because this has been a bond that was created over a radio show where we've never met, don't know each other, but I don't know what happened, but I think it was good and I love it. I absolutely do too. It was one of the best things that happened to me in a long time. So. All the fans that listen to us every week that think we're crazy as hell, I love y'all because we are. So thank y'all for that. <laughs> and you're welcome for tolerating us. Right. Now let's go. Let's go and get it cracking. It's you got a question? You want me to just go in? Because I'll just go in. I just, you know what? I want you to have free reign. I want you. This is the finale. You saw everything oh, that happened. God, you tell me how you felt. Okay, first of all, it's very to me when you have a show that comes on just once a year that yep. you want to be invested emotionally with people. Yeah. To me, the sneak in kind of sucked because you said it, you hit the nail on the head. We didn't care. It was like we knew it was going to happen. It was so predictable. It was so, okay, the one thing we were hoping for, the last uh, Hail Mary, because we, we yes. both obviously were football, that last yeah. Hail Mary was for Cody to say, I mean, uh, was it Cody? Yeah, Cody to say, yep. you know what, they're out. we did our thing. We did it to the end. And now it's time for me to win this game. I would have loved yeah. that to have Victoria's greasy red lips. I'm sitting next to him. That was awful. That was awful. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> well, you know, that's, you know so that's what she's about. And <laughs> I'm really upset because I'm thinking at least give us a Hail Mary at the – you've got seconds left in the game. Throw a Hail Mary and, and have us gasp. Have us go, oh, oh, my God, he took Victoria, but he didn't. He would have won if he had taken Victoria. I believe he would have won. Oh, I yeah. Believe he yeah, yeah. And then 100%. When, he saw, when he saw Derek saying that, yes, I'm a cop, and this is what I do, because not only am I a cop, but I do, you know, the other thing. I study people, and I, like, I felt like at that point that after the fact, it was too late then, that he literally, I think that, yeah, he played a good game, knowing what he knew, as far as being a cop and having 
social game as far as getting people's heads and, you know, making them, like, really gravitate towards him because right. he was gravitating towards them, that right. Cody, I believe he would have won that game. And I hoped at the end, this is the last time you have to make a chance, he would have won that game. I truly believe he would have won that game. I think and, so, too. And I think, I think it would have been great for Cody to stand up there, and I think he would have sold it when he stood up there and at the final three and said, Derek, you've been hiding out, dodging punches, making your moves, letting me make all the moves for you. I'm not that – I took yeah, you as far as I could but with my loyalty, with my friendship with you, right. with whatever. But it's time for but me to you, stand up and win this damn game. He would have won. I just, he you know what? Won. I would have said, I would have said, you know what? You've ridden, you, you've used me to get this far, and I appreciate it. But I'm not that dumb. I know you did. I needed you. You needed me. But at the end of the day, you should have, you should have dodged this one last one. And if you really wanted the money, you should have won. And I got to send you home. I think it would have been. I think it would have been a shocker. I think it would have been awesome. But we didn't get it. No, it would have been called, excuse me, it was called epic. It would have been right. epic, but he didn't do it. He just, you know, this loyalty to the end. And what they don't realize at the end of the day, and I believe it's all my heart, because it always plays out on reality TV. Yeah, we're friends in the house. He's, of course, with for like three and a half months, whatever. But when he goes home, after a couple months go by, it's like the Jersey Shore. They don't stay in contact anymore. It's over with. The ride is yeah. done. But he could have ended that ride with money. And gave yeah. us something after the sorry season. They could have gave he could have gave us something. I'm really disappointed in that. I really am. And all this oh we're gonna be friends after you think his wife's gonna let Derek be friends with Tori after this show? No. no. Are you kidding yeah. me? No. And I don't think Derek probably wants to have much to do with her after the show either. Exactly. I mean I think he's he said it to say it. Think. Probably the next two months. And like you said, and I another point you brought up, in season past they had uh, allowed the other house guests to, you know, express their opinion. They were right. like, let's get this crap over with. It's done. Let's just move on. Yeah. That was very disappointing. It did feel that way, didn't it? It felt like, let's get out of here. Let's get this thing over with. Let's wrap up because we're done. I mean, I really felt like, you know, when the non-jury members show up, it's a great opportunity for them sitting at home watching for them mm-hmm. to call out people on the jury. I mean, it's right. a great opportunity for them to say, you yep. said this about so-and-so, and I want to know why you said it, or you said this about me and it's not true. And I'm just curious to know why they didn't let them, uh, let them do that, because that's usually the most well, you know, the most entertaining part of the finale, you know, you know is, is letting you know, the non-jury say what they want to say. I hate to say this, and I hate to admit this, but we're getting old, because we feel like that's how it should be, but I think that, uh, and, you know, my, and I hate to, I'm not trying to brag anything, but my son's in the entertainment industry in, in Burbank, California, and it's yeah. almost like, my the industries are run by younger people now. Like, they have younger people that are executives in yeah. CBS. It's yeah. not like it was back when we, when the show first started. And it's sad to say, but it's true. Because I've heard that, whatever her name is, uh, Frankie's sister, that her mm-hmm. manager, who manages uh, Justin Bieber as well, is an executive for CBS. And so when uh, it comes down to it, yes, when it comes down to it, when you get younger people, just like we had younger people on the cast this season, which made it suck for us because we're like, well, I ain't know. Well, I mean, wait, hell, I'm not old. I'm not old. Well, I mean, don't you I'm feel like, 
don't you feel like if they if they did an all and maybe it's just me hoping for something that's not going to happen, but don't you think if they did an All Stars two next season that it would allow people from that point on to see how the game is really played? I mean, putting an evil dick, putting a Jeff, putting a, know, well, a Dan in the house. Don't you think from that point on people would say, "Oh, yes, I want to be like those guys. I don't want to be in a big alliance. I want to be like that." I mean, do you think it could change the tone from here on for a little while if they do an All-Stars? You know what, Sam? I think that I feel so sorry for you because you really have that dream. It's not going to happen. But let me tell you that. I feel, I feel really bad for you, and I feel bad for Emily because she has to deal with you really thinking this is going to happen. How? Baby. I think it's going to happen. <laughs> I really Ooh. want it to happen. Ooh. Mm-mm. Listen to me. Hear me good. It's not, you know, I'm not breaking your heart. I'm giving you reality. Reality is not reality anymore. They don't care about the real game. That game, if you think about what I'm saying to you, I had to sit with a manager for my review, and this is off the topic, people. I hope y'all listening. Last week, he's 22 years old. I'm 53. He gave me a review about my job. Exactly. It's the same thing with Big Brother. When you have people that are getting in these positions of power in these, you know, in, in these organizations that have the power to, to recruit people and stuff, they don't have the same mindset as you and I do. Your passion is for Big Brother. That's why I think that they should look at the blogs. They should have someone say, you know what, let's see what people are talking about. Let's see how many people really care about this show in these certain blogs. I've said this over the whole summer, have I not? They don't yes. care. They don't care. Well, so you know I what, I'll, you, I'll back you up. I will back you up on that. There was a girl, and I probably have said this on the show before, but there was a girl. This is how we found out it was going to be new people. You know, a lot of people thought it was going to be an all-stars and people were going to come back. And, I, and, and she was one of the people that made it to the final, like, final, final round. She had gone through all the casting. She was a beautiful girl. She was from Africa. Um, she was beautiful. She had a lot of history, like, she just had done a lot. She was a singer. She was an entertainer. She wasn't popular by any means, but she, she, she was just somebody that would have been great for the show. I mean, her story, her personal okay. story, her personal mm-hmm. story was fantastic. So anyway, she gets down. She makes it through all the casting interviews. She gets to the CBS interviews, and everybody needs to know when you get down to that point, when you get into the final realm, they take away, they control your social media. They basically will post things for you as if you're still around. They take away your phone, <clears throat> you know, they do that kind of stuff so you can't contact anyone. And then they put you up in a hotel, and you go through a series of interviews, and you go through a series of background checks and blah, blah, blah. Well, she was sequestered in the hotel. And this came out, she printed this up on Facebook probably a week before the show started. So anyway, she's talking about how she went through all of the interviews from the casting calls, everything. So she gets up to, there's a final round of questioning that goes through CBS executives. She gets mm-hmm. the CBS executives' final Enough. round. Yep, mm-hmm. final questions. They love her in casting. And I want to say this. I think that there is a battle that does go on with Big Brother between the casting group who cast Canada as well and does a fantastic job casting up there and the CBS executives. I think there's a battle that goes on between them. And I think when the casting people win, I think we get better players. When when CBS wins, we get worse exactly. players. We get stereotypical yep. people. We get the gay guy. We get the we get the uh, religious person. You know, we get all the same thing over and over again. So she basically gets up there. She does her CBS interview, 
And she says, you know, I'm, she tells one of the execs before she does her interview, they're kind of prepping her and getting her at the table, and she says, you know, I'm really nervous. And he says, well, why are you nervous? And she says, well, Big Brother is a big deal in Africa. Big Brother Africa is huge. And she says, you know, I watched it growing up, and, you know, that's where I'm from. And she said, I'm so nervous because I know it's such a big deal. And the CBS executive laughed and said, well, it's not a big deal in America. And she said she knew at that point that it was just over. And she said they sent her home. They gave her the one interview. She went home. She typed up this big, long thing. I mean, it was really interesting. Um, and basically, would, you know, they let her go. I would love but to he see told that. her. He told, I'll find it for you. I know I've yeah, got it somewhere did. because she. Ha- I actually wanted to verify she was a real person. And I went to her Facebook page and found her and everything. Beautiful woman, you know, singer, entertainer, not like I said on a huge scale, but somebody who had a great history, a great story. And but things they, that she you had know, overcome. They, they look for a good backstory. They look for a good backstory. That she, she had a great table. backstory. I mean, she was beautiful, right. great backstory. And, you know, and, and I think some, she felt like some of the reason was because she was from Africa and not from America. And I thought, I don't think that that really has anything to do with it. Maybe it did. Maybe they don't want people that were born in another country in the, on the show. I don't know. I'm sure they've had them before. I mean, Kayser, I would think. But she felt like that they didn't want her because maybe her style of Big Brother was the African style, which is different than ours. Um, I think they do a public vote like Europe does. But, you know, she felt like that might be the reason that her her back, her previous experience with Big Brother and watching it was different than the U.S. version, I think is what she was saying. But she had every reason to be on this show. I mean, she was extremely inter- she was extremely interesting. And it just blew yeah. my mind when she said the CBS exec said – he laughed at her and said, well, it's not a big deal in America. And I thought, wow. I, I really thought, wow, this is it. I mean, we're, we're people up there don't see it anymore. They don't get it. And they don't get and it because really, they keep stereotyping the same people. And you know what, Sam, that really upsets me a lot because you have people like you have to deal with it in your everyday life that you know are not up to potential to trust you or judge you, but they do. They have that power. And I feel like that with CBS. I feel like you know, the past couple of seasons were awful. I'm not going to lie. This season, I didn't I, I didn't even care at one point. I just wanted Donnie yeah. to win, and he won. Yeah. And um, But at a certain point, you know, you have people who have been invested in this show for years, since season one, who don't care anymore. Yeah. And it's been all over the blogs. Now, what do they watch? Do they see the blogs? Do they care about, like, you know what you do? Do they see what we put on there? Do they care? I don't think they do. I really don't think they I've do. written to CBS. They don't respond. I've written to Allison Grover, the producer. They don't respond. Yeah, you said and, that. And, you know, it's just one of those things where I think that they think they know what's best. They want to take all the programming to a younger era. But here's the thing. I think even young – I think young people don't want to see young people all the time either. I think – there is some eye candy. I mean, you know, you're going to have Amber on there. You're going to have Cody and their six-pack. People on the Internet stuff. every day. Who cares about that? On the show, you want to see people that are going to play the game and teach yeah, about it, the game and, and well, stab each other in the back and argue and fight. We didn't see here's that this season. But even when you talk to people online, there's not a lot of talk about game. There's always a talk about how oh, they no. personally don't like someone or they don't like the way somebody right. looks or they don't exactly. like their orientation. Mm-hmm. It's like it's always personal. So maybe it does mean something. Maybe their viewership, the majority of their viewership is not us. Maybe it is people that are looking for the physical attractions or the physical oddities of oh, someone God. or somebody. Oh, that's so sad. 
It I is don't want to believe that. It, it is, really is. Extremely it, it went from a social experiment to a pop to kind of a popularity thing. And I'm telling you, I think even the older that? people. I think they want to see older people too. I think they do want to. I mean, Donnie, it had to have been a testament, okay, for 10 million votes yeah. to come in tonight. And, and for most five. of them to go to the 42-year-old man. He got I mean, yeah. that, that has to say something by leaps and bounds to the, product, to the, to the people who put it together. Say, so, you know, look, they to. want more older, mature people. They want people who want to play. I don't, I don't buy what they think, and this is why I don't buy what they think. You know as well as I do that ratings have dropped tremendously. Everybody well, they have. has They say over it 26%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 26%. That's millions and millions of people saying, screw this, I'm out. Now, look, it's obviously the proof's in the pudding. You need to go back to your old, your old formula of doing it, and yeah. I think that yeah, they've absolutely. got to catch on. They've got to catch on. If they don't, this show is over, I'm telling you. People who yeah. think that this season is great and that it's going to keep going. I don't see this. Show. Oh, if this if we, you will that's agree scary. with me. If, we got a, if season 17 is like 16, the show is over. It's oh, over. it's over. Nobody's yeah. going to care. Yeah. I mean, nobody's you know what I think, Sam? Can you hear me? Because we're breaking up. I can. can you hear me? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I think the thing you said that was so prevalent in my mind we didn't have a personal connection to anyone. I mean, this thing was so predictable, and it was so. For, I think a lot of people watch it just on CBS and not see like the live feeds or Big Brother After Dark. They didn't see that. So all this show, a lot of people just saw the show, and they didn't get where we were coming from. And we've been preaching this all summer since. Oh my God! I think since day one we've been talking to each other, yes. which is amazing. It's so weird. But even my kids are like, Ma, if y'all. If, does he take funding? Like, can we send money to keep his show going? I'm like, hell yeah. Yes, <laughs> Yes. Because they're excited for me because this is something I've been so passionate about since they've been growing up. It's been 16 yeah. seasons. And they're like, the Burger King, they got money. They, yes, get money. I just don't know how to get money to the show. So you need to well, send me personal information. You, we don't ask for it. Me. We get it from advertisements. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. I'm an advertiser. The only show to make Well, I mean, the main reasons we be, you're one of the main reasons we keep growing. That's for sure. And I, I know that the show will be back next year. I, I don't really have any doubts. I think it's going to come down that we're going to be a go because 1600 is a pretty big number. So I think we're going to be fine. But you know, it, it is one of those things where I, I don't know that I if somebody. I tell you what, other than talking to you and Mr. California, if somebody told me. Season seventeen is going to be like just like sixteen. I would probably say, "Well, give me Miss, give me Miss Chicago's number. I'll just call her once a week. I don't need to do this show if it's going to be like sixteen was." Because I, that's what's scary to me is I really, really am scared that it's going to be another new cast. And if we get a new, I know people love new cast and that's what they preach on. I want a new cast. I want a new cast. Look, you've gotten two new casts in a row and they were awful. You know, they were awful. So, I mean, what do you do now? I mean, if you're looking at a situation in your CBS and you're going, well, you know what, we put new people on two years in a row, we had low ratings, the ratings were were really bad. You know, there's a bad game to watch, let's be honest, so nobody enjoys watching it. We're even complaining about it at CBS. What do we do? Because we can't get new people again, because if we do that, it's going to be screwed up, and if we bring vets back, people are going to complain. So what do we do? I, I almost think that I almost think Big Brother's just in trouble. I just really do. I know it was renewed. 
But, guys, I just can't see this thing dropping 26% on viewership and right. having people not. They sure did. They sure you know, did. And not. And not and not have people say, oh well, you know what? Next year when it's on, they're gonna they're gonna kind of skip it, you know, or they're gonna catch it here and there. And you know what's even more interesting than that? I saw a statistic, and I don't know the exact number. I'm not gonna make it up, but it's gonna be close to this. When you think about, let's say that the five million people who watch it on a regular basis, okay, and this speaks volumes. Five million people, let's say, watches an episode average. I'm just gonna throw an average number out there. I think it's like 2% of those people, less than a million, buy the feeds, who watch the feeds. I think it's like, I think it's like something like 600,000 watch the feeds. This so, I mean, you're not talking about – Yeah, I mean, the feeds are not as popular now as they exactly. ever – They're at the yep. lowest of popularity. Yeah. Because people don't want – I mean, my God, how bad would I want my $30 back right now? I mean, I'm sure you do. I mean, it was boring. I the feeds. The first week we talked, I bought the feeds when it was at a good a good price or whatever, and right. I had never watched them. Didn't even watch it. Didn't even watch yeah, it. I, I don't going on your blog. I, I listen, got more from your blog than going on the feed. So why go on? I got, I got, I got, um, uh, I got. Let's see. I have Big Brother After Darks. Recorded on my DVR. I've got them recorded on the DVR. And me and my wife, my wife looked at me and said, why do we have all these? I said, I don't know, erase them. I didn't miss anything. And sure enough, I I can guarantee guarantee you this. I didn't miss a damn thing. I didn't miss anything in any of those. Get out of my head. I did the same damn thing. I just erased them. Just take up my recording time. All these new shows come up and fall now. I ain't got time for Big Brother After Dark. What? For what? We know what's going to happen. We know this. Six weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I mean, nobody's going to be talking about manipulating or screwing somebody over or lying. They're not going to – I mean, all they're doing is just hanging around the house, sleeping and, you know, talking about yeah. their lives or whatever, and it's just not Fighting, interesting. I mean, sleeping, nothing. No fight, no fun. Let me make this point, too. And this is probably going to insult some people, and if so, then this last, this last show, you don't have to listen next year. But listen, it's – and I mean this – I mean this with all sincerity, but this is the truth. When you're watching people in a house and you're watching live feeds and you're watching their conversations and you're watching the things they're talking about, the great truth of it is is that 23-, 24-, 25-year-olds don't have that much of an interesting life for me to sit there and watch them after dark. And that's the truth yeah. of it. They don't have anything to offer. I mean, they do. I don't want to be that rude. But as far as me being interested in their 22-year history on earth, I know that 20 of it is boring. You know what I mean? It's not two years on Earth. It's probably eight years because you were a child until you become right. 18. So right. that's what Donnie was saying. That's why I was so mad with people on the Internet saying Donnie was so boring. No, he wasn't. He could this. Why did he stay up? Why? He needed to get his energy and his sleep to win competitions because that's he right. most of these people. That's right. Damn, what it, did they it, about that? And, you know, you I would know rather what? somebody be on that show that's telling me a story about their life. They, you know, they battled this or they had this sickness. or they. And you get that with people who are older and mature. You get interesting stories. And, you know, all these people that want young yeah. people, I'm telling you, Damn. the older people have an interesting story that you want that's to see after dark. Because yeah. growing up, I listened to everyone who was older than me. They called us our, their, our peers. To me, I felt it was interesting because they can teach you something like I don't know. 
nowadays it's not like that. It's looking pretty and, you know, getting putting on heels and looking sexy and it's not like that. I don't want to learn nothing from anyone anymore. When I was growing up, and I'm 53, but when I was growing up, I looked to everyone who was older than me because they could teach me something I didn't know. But nowadays on reality TV, it's not about that. It's about drinking, making bad decisions, and just, you know, bonding together and making bad choices. And it's yeah. an honest guy. Too. And that's why I feel like with Big Brother, with Donnie, it was so sad because no one would listen. I think they liked him. But they bonded together against him, just because it was, so. you know, popular thing to do. Well, it seems like every season there's a there's one person that everybody wants gone, Amanda, or you know, Frank Udy. I mean, it's every Rachel, every season somebody wants someone gone, and you do have to kind of have that person. But you know, I just I just feel like, look, you know, the Zanky thing was interesting. I don't have any issues with it, but it's fine. But after a week or two. I'm looking for some substance. I don't want to see this relationship wow. that's a fake gay relationship that's going on. I mean, that's entertaining for a minute, but at the same time, I want to get to know people. I want to feel connected to them. I want to hear their right. story. And there just was when you get young people in the house, they don't have a story yet. There's no story to tell. There's nobody who went because. through any kind of suffering or, you know, anything like that. And it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, all it is is just me watching kids talk about young stuff and Maybe the show's not for me anymore, but I just I don't I just can't see you know it's entertaining. You know what, Sam? That's why they, we didn't feel connected. I yeah. told Sam, I said, you know, I used to look at Big Brother and I, I was connected to people because I wanted them to win for a reason. But the last two seasons, and this one didn't fail me, it was the same thing. I didn't care. I knew Derek was going to win. Who didn't know he was going to win? I mean, that's so predictable. It's so boring. It's so, and all these guys are thinking about is their career outside of the Big Brother house now. That's all they're thinking about. That's all they want. T-shirts being made and, yes. you know, being on shows. Oh, and my God. Getting this, on, uh, this Fruit Loop dingus I mean, thing is going to go yes. on and on and on. This kid's going to make, know. you know, a couple hundred grand off of that T-shirt forever, and then it's going to be know. over. You know, I mean, and, and good for him. I mean, whatever. You came up with a catchphrase. I mean, I, I'm not upset with that, but everybody said, well, Zach's the most entertaining. But, I mean, He's entertaining, but at the same time, he's not entertaining in a gameplay way. He's not entertaining with a a life that I I want to hear anything about. He was just a rat. That's why I'm mad. Because you're saying, yeah, let them do their thing. No, I'm mad because you're on the Big Brother to entertain us being on Big Brother as a show and not about you. And that's what made me mad. And I see it on the Internet all the time. You know, all these, I mean, everyone thinks about outside the box and not thinking about playing the game for us. As fans who watch this show, 16 seasons, are you kidding me? This is all we got? Predictable? Yep. Boring? Yep. 16 years. Don't yep. We're not talking about, oh, my God, I was so sad. We don't care because we know what's going to happen. You may pick them off like fish in a bucket. Just, you know, yeah, you know. And I really, I really did want to feel great at this finale. I really did want, and I know everybody wanted a great season, and some people think this is a good season. I don't know, but I'm sure there's who people out does, there. Who thinks that? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sure there are people out there that think this was a great season, probably people who haven't seen any of the other seasons and and everything. But, you know, I just really wanted to come out this show and just feel, and I feel like it's just negative. But at the same time, this is a disappointment for people who really, really have watched the show. Very Even much if you so. watch the show for 10 years, it's a disappointment. Exactly. You know, 
Even it's if you didn't come on well. until season seven or eight, this is a disappointment. It's a dis. It's a, it's a complete failure, and it's not this as bad as last year whole. because of what we had to deal with. But it's bad. Well, at least last year they had controversy, they had arguments, they had fights. This year was like predictable. Every vote was unanimous. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, it was awful. I'm sorry, it was awful. You know, Derek yeah. won. Okay. And then he got the uh, he won not only the you know the money but then he won the uh, the American you know team that they we voted them in yeah America's alliance yeah it's just it's just a mess I'm just so disappointed so really I'm glad it's done I'm glad it's yeah over with. yeah, yeah I mean it really you know what it's almost like a burden's lifted that you're not you don't have to commit to it anymore you don't have to make yourself watch the Sunday Wednesday Thursday shows. You, have, know, you now right? have three nights free, right? You now have it's these three nights right? free. And, you know, and it's kind of like, you know, you felt like you were watching it just because you were a fan, and that was why you were watching it. You are watching it because you're a fan. That's it. It wasn't because you had any interest in it. I mean, just you, you were committed because we're fans. You know, we're fans, and you that's what, what we do as fans. And that's what we do. That's what we did every week, week after week after week. We knew. We predicted this whole season, did we not? We knew what was going to happen. And that's pretty, it sucks, but I hope the fans enjoyed us talking. <laughs> hope it's something that happens. Well, I know, I know that they do. I know the numbers show that they did, so I, I'm going to roll with it. And, you know, look, this is what we're left with. This is what we have. There is another, this is another season down. All we can hope for is something really interesting next year. I mean, even if it's a couple of vets come back, I know that the vet thing makes everybody mad. But, listen, you know, whenever vets come back, it puts everybody on notice, and and we do get a better game with the vet. I just think that you're going to have to do something, and maybe CBS is listening, maybe not, but you're going to have to do something that's going to have to show the people that are going to play new from here on out how the game is played. This alliance stuff is, is boring. It's a, this big alliance thing of people floating to the end on alliances is ridiculous. It's boring TV. You're it's losing ridiculous. viewers. It's time to crank this thing up, and all these twi- – look – it's obvious because all these twists are put in there to try to shake up alliances, to try to make things happen, and they don't work. The only it way didn't to make work this season. It, it didn't, didn't work any season. It never works. And, you know, people are going to stick to their alliances. And the whole thing is, is that, like, look, you, you've just got to put what? it out there how the game's supposed to be played. Do, do, a, do a season, even if it's a couple of bets, showing how the game's played. People should want to go in there winning the money, not going to jury. I think that people go in there like uh, coupled up that were like against each other. Like I said, uh, uh, Rachel and Reagan couldn't stand. Oh any God, that would be a great season. That would be a you know fantastic. Like, put people against each other, hate each other in their season, and just fight it out. And all the, oh, yeah. you know, the block and battle of the block and all these double H O S. Oh no, we don't need all that. Let's Look, just go raw, go hard, and just. You're gonna agree with me 100. percent you're going to agree with me 100% because I know we have the same brain. But listen, if they turned around, if you put the right characters in the house, you don't need a damn twist. You didn't need you a damn, damn sure twist don't. before. You oh, just have no, to put the right not. people in. Exactly. They're going to stand on their own. They're going to fight. That's I'll what I want to see. I'll tell you what, and, <clears throat> and I know you don't really watch Big Brother uh, Europe, and I don't ever watch the U.K. Big Brother ever either. But I don't know to. Somebody... I don't Somebody, I'll send you. I'll find a way to get it to you, but it's well, you very different. To me. Huh? 
send it to I'm me because I'm not going to watch it. Big Brother yeah, yeah, I'll send it to you, yeah, it to okay. you through Facebook. But there's okay. this thing that they do, okay? Somebody told me, he said, oh, you got to watch the U.K. version, blah, blah, blah. So we did. Me and my wife sat down and watched it. And um, <clears throat> you know what? Their selection of people is really interesting. And I would almost like to see Big Brother do this here, where they actually got people, like one had Tourette's. One, I mean, they were, and then the rest of them were just crazy nut jobs. I mean, really crazy people. I mean, these people were not normal. I mean, they, they basically what they did is they said, hey, we'll interview everybody. We're going to find 13 of the craziest people we don't want to be in a house with, and we're going to put them in a house together. And it works. It works. I mean, stay off of these stereotypes. Give us one season of 13 nut jobs who are crazy and put them all in a house together and let us, let us see what happens. Okay, stop. I'm on the radio. I'm telling Miss Chicago, I'm telling you, it was not it was not the typical religious person, the typical gay guy, the yeah, tough guy. Oh my god. I mean seriously, they had one guy they had one guy with Tourette who kept screaming out cuss words. It was it was phenomenal. They had a, a girl in there who thought that she was a hot model. She was not that pretty. I mean, it was just crazy people that I swear they didn't do a background check on anyone. They were just like, if you are weird, we're putting you in the house. And they did. They filled up the house with like 16 of the weirdest people you could ever think of. And it made it good. I'm telling you, the stereotypical stuff is bad. I would love to see you there. You're so bad. Sam, I'm going to send you a link. I'm going to send you a link because you are going. If you I'm thought going that to was die laughing if you send me this, honestly, God, listen, like, what's the one best was, thing ever? One was a gay Just cowboy. Oh, they put a gay God. cowboy in the house with the other guy. They put a guy with Tourette's. They put a girl who thought she was a model who was not pretty. They put in oh uh, a guy Same who spot. was a gay guy who was from like I think he was from ah, I can't remember where he was from, but he was like from Indonesia, and so he was. He was really touchy-feely on people, kind of like Frankie, but he was really, really like in major space. And so it was making some people uncomfortable. Then they would get somebody oh who was – then, the, then one of the guys was like completely, completely antisocial, didn't like anyone, it like would never make a reality show because he was absolutely like just angry all the time, had anger management issues, and they threw him in the house. I mean – you know, I, I think these stereotypical people that they want to put in there, I think that's what's boring us, is that they're looking for the gay guy, the really intelligent person, the pretty girl, the nerdy girl, the nerdy guy. I mean, you know, and you and you say, you know what, let's throw that out the window. Let's just find the craziest people we can and just throw them in the house for three months. I bet we get the most entertaining that's season the ever. That's best show ever. Who would do that? I would do it. I, I mean, <laughs> I say give it a whirl and see what happens. I mean, the, you can't get worse ratings. I say, you know, put nut That's jobs like in there it. and see what happens. You know, you I mean, throw arrows at the board and let's stick Oh, my God. Get them on there. I looked at my wife when, oh we, my when they were introducing God. people going in the house. When they were introducing people going in the house, I looked at my wife and I said, these are not stereotypical people. They really found the weirdest, strangest people that want to go in this house, and they just threw them in the house. I said, wouldn't that be so much fun to watch people where you're just sitting there watching going, oh, my God, what are they doing? Like, I mean, I think that makes it better, and, and I just hope that they think about doing something like that and just saying, you know what, let's don't do stereotypes this year. Let's don't do typical gay. Let's don't do typical religious. You know what? Let's just find the craziest people and throw them. Listen, Sam, get a dartboard with all craziness and just throw darts at it. 
and whatever the state is. You know, me and I should, listen, you and I should go in there together. They should get you and I in there together. I will oh, do it. Could you I will imagine? do it. I would do it too with you. I, would do it I with think it would be a blast. But not by myself, who will know. But you will do it. Could you imagine? Well, I, you know, we would die. I, I think it would be a die. lot of fun if they did it that way. I mean, you know, I'll send you a link, and when you see it, when you see it, when you watch the beginning, you'll say, oh, my you God, it's so right. I'm, I'm going to die laughing. I'm going to tell you what. They they sent the craziest people in that house, and I thought, you know what, that's a great idea. Like, send people in there that by no means at all are acceptable in society and just throw them in the house together <laughs> You know, somebody who lies all the time, somebody who's a klepto, or somebody who's got issues here, throw them in the house together. I want to see that happen. I want to see the drama and stuff. Oh I mean, my it would be God. great. What would we be like, the people that love Big Brother and just going in together? Oh, my God. Your wife would Wouldn't die laughing at us. It would be a hot I, damn mess. Yeah, my mouth. To, <laughs> they say, they're like the people now, they ask the people now that go on Big Brother in the U.S., have you ever watched the show? And they go, oh, well, I saw a little bit of season 13. And it's like, no, you should be eliminated. You know, you, you've got to exactly. go because you you exactly. shouldn't be awkward. Yeah, exactly. I, I, people you. who answer that question that way, when you answer the question, do you, exactly. have you ever seen Big Brother before? And you say, no, but, you know, I saw, like, a season. My mom watches it. I saw a season a couple of years right. ago. It was pretty good. Exactly. But you should say, you know what? You're just looking for reality fame. And you you know what I mean? We're going to pass over you for now. Like, go watch a couple of seasons and come back. I, but that was the thing with Donnie to me. And Derek. I know Derek is a big fan. And I know that Derek was a big enough fan who he knew who Dan was. He knew everything. He, I think he, he oh, knew he a knows. lot about Big Brother. And Thank you. you know, that's why he and, and and so did Donnie, and I think that's why Donnie and and Derek were playing very good games. I mean, of course, Donnie had everybody against him, but I think had he have been accepted more, Donnie would have played a fantastic game. He just couldn't do anything. He just was. He wasn't going to be accepted though. They were young people. Yeah. He had too much people against him. He was not going to win. There was it, no it, win. It, it just he had no shot. He had no shot. He was the oldest guy in the house. They set him up, unfortunately, I believe that, to yeah, lose. Yeah, I believe too. I did. And I think I think he was he was the new Jordan, and I think he would have gone a lot farther if he'd have had a Jeff, if he'd have had somebody that, you know, right. and it was, you know, it's interesting to me. He just but didn't he had Nicole, but she was, Nicole was not it was too late. late. I just think it was too late. I think it was too late with him and Nicole. I think, you know, I think I think it was just too late, especially when she came back. I think I think Donnie made the biggest mistake of not shoring up a deal with him and Hayden and saying, "Look, we've got to make this happen." And then and then having the girls join in as well, having Nicole join in and saying, "You know, look, we've got to be a solid four. We got to have a final four. Donnie just never made that deal with anyone, and I think he was waiting for somebody to say it to him. And I just don't mm-hmm. think you can do that. I think you sometimes have to go make a deal and not wait for it always to come to you. It's a big part of it, but if you don't get any offers by, you know, three weeks, you need to start right. making offers out there. You know, and I just think Donnie slipped up there. I think he really needed somebody strong to watch his back, and I just didn't think he had it. He just didn't have it. But you know Also think about this, though, that he was in America's, you know, alliance, the secret alliance, too. And I think he thought that would take him longer than it did. And it should have. I, I mean, that was, you know, look, I, I can't think of anything dumber on this situation, than to look at America's Alliance and look at Frankie, Derek, and Donnie, 
and realize that they're the three most un un likable people to team up right. in an alliance. I think they should just remain true to that. I didn't like how Derek I really Derek and Frankie, because they were in the big alliance together, really left Donnie out of it. I think it was a mistake. I mean obviously exactly. Derek still got far. Obviously Frankie still got far, but still I just feel like You've got an alliance that's making you friend five grand a week. It makes you five grand a week, and y'all exactly. can't y'all can't make a commitment to that. That's a hundred percent commitment. I just I don't exactly. see it. I, I mean, Derek went as far as he did. He won. There's obviously something he did right, but in my mind, I have to think that the America's Alliance would have been the alliance to really make the solid one. But I think you know, okay. hey, but hey, you know, they could have divided it up in the final five or four. They could have said, all right, every man for themselves and just gone after it like he did with Cody. But, you know, I just I find it interesting. Let me ask you this, because I'm curious. No, I, know, I want to know two things. Do you think that Derek would have stuck with Cody in the final two if Derek had won the final HOH? Oh, no, I don't think he would have. I don't. You think he would have gone victorious? Do, mm-hmm. you think that, do. do you think Cody – do you think Cody thought he could win – I mean, do you think Cody took Derek because he thought he could beat Derek? No. No. He just was honoring his commitment. Yes. Yep. Now, how, how do you feel? I feel the same way. I feel like Cody yeah. – I think I think Cody well, thought he had a chance. Said, we just said this, what, 30 minutes ago, that he would have won that game if he was taking yeah. – I wanted to see Cody saying, you know what, dude, we came as far as we can come, and this is my game to win. He should have taken Victoria. Cody made the final fatal decision to take Derek. That was that was when you knew that – when Cody took Derek, you knew that Cody wasn't Big Brother material. You knew when Cody took Derek, Absolutely. Cody was there with his buddy, and he wasn't he wasn't somebody who was Absolutely. a, a, a you know great what's player. So sad, Sam? What's so sad is that Derek said throughout the whole game, he's playing for his family, and Cody played for him and Derek. And that's yeah. what he made a fatal mistake because he yeah. just said, "You know what, dude? You're respecting for this decision, but I'm gonna take her." He should have done that, and I was hoping for that. I that would have been the last to rock the whole season that sucked so bad. Stand up and say, "You know what? Loving the death brother, hoping the friends after this, but I'm gonna take the toy." But he didn't do it, and I, I think yeah, I, I just think Cody. I so think mad. Cody. Cody chose friendship over money, which is great, but unfortunately yeah, yeah. friendship doesn't spend. I, you know what? Okay, my thing is I've this. got a lot of friends already. I don't need any more. I don't need the this. money worse. Exactly. <laughs> Three months of friendship don't mean shit to me. I'm sorry. Are you on the radio now? No, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Okay. Yeah, don't I, mean shit I, I agree. To me. Three months of friendship don't mean shit to me. Sorry, right. dude. I'm taking Victoria. Yeah. He would have won that and game. you know what? Game. The truth of the matter is, two or three months later, all this stuff blows over. People talk again. They're friends again. They share an experience. People get over it. So, you know, I just think, I think, I think Cody, you know, there's a look on Cody's face kind of when Derek's talking. And I think Cody knew. Like, I think Cody thought he might have a chance. And I think he was kind of calculating some boats in his head. I think he thought he had a chance, a slight one. But there was still hope there. But I think he knew he was in trouble when people were giving Derek a lot of props. I think he knew that he was in a lot of trouble at that point. He just kind of said, you know what, it's over. 
I'm not going to get it. You know, I mean, I just think he knew. I think Cody knew. I think Cody and thought he had a chance. Is, you know, that's so dumb. I mean, you you did with your job the whole damn season. It's over with us between you and one guy. You know, make your choice and win that damn money. If he he's your choice. friend after that, he's your friend. If he's not, you know, you made the right choice. That's how I look at it. I just, you know what, I can't, I can't imagine being in the final two. This tells me people aren't fans when they get in the final two. I can't imagine being in the final two and kind of just shrugging your shoulders and being like, well, at least my friend won. No, I'm, I, no, I want to win that know. money. I'm here to win. I want that big no, check. No, exactly. It's just amazing. They can win the game without being friends. At the end of the show, it's like about you and him. You had that power, and he threw it away. To me, he threw it away for friendship. Yeah. And I think a year from now, they won't be friends. Now it's, no, you know, fresh I mean, and fun. It won't happen. Look at Juju Shore. What, six years ago, they were all best friends in the house. They don't even talk to each other anymore. I mean, no. seriously. Do you see my point? It, it's like a real show. Absolutely. Get your it's a show. You're only, you're only together because of the show. It's not a life event oh. that brought you together. And it's not going to be the show that's going to keep you together. Life is going to keep going, and you're going to go your own it's separate ways over. at the end of it. And what was so your life before that show came on? Exactly. It's like uh, The Bachelor. Yeah, you're in paradise for, what, three months, whatever, having all these run for dates? <laughs> That's, That's the not reality when you go home. You're That's not going to go on dates in Hawaii. You're going to be at people, home. People don't date. People don't go on dates and do the date thing and, and live, you know, basically go on dates that are paid for, and go on, exactly. go into caves, go splunking, exactly. and do all this stuff. You know what they do? They exactly. sit at home and argue about bills. <laughs> if you can, if you can sit through a, a paying your bills and being with that person and paying your bills, then I, you know what I've always said. And, and my wife is one of these. I said, you know what? I, I choose somebody by the fact of if my if I'm on a if I'm on a boat and my boat springs a leak and I've got to bail water until I get to land, is the person that I am with and married to. Is that somebody that I can rely on and to help me bail water, or are they going to panic and tell me to bail water faster? And I think that when you're in a situation like The Bachelor, I think you don't know that kind of person. And to put somebody in that situation, you're living a lie. Exactly. When you get into real life and you've got to pay bills and people are demanding of you, do you survive it? You know, I mean, I just think all that stuff's a farce. But anyway, we're talking about it. Well, listen, I've got to wrap it up. It's 12 I'm getting messages. I, I, you know how I feel about you. You know you're you're a great friend to me. I loved everything mm-hmm. you did on the show this year. I want you back for next year. I'm sure it's going to happen. I want, I'm, you know, and I know we're going to keep in touch. We're way too close at this point not to keep in touch. But you I've got to say, sincerely, from my heart, it has been a pleasure getting to know you. It's been great relying on you to be here to do the show uh, breakdowns. I can't ask for somebody better to be my sidekick. You've been fantastic. And and honestly, I appreciate your friendship, and I appreciate your support, and I appreciate everything you did for the show. I know listeners love you, and I know that you know I'm 90% confident we're going to be doing this next year. So you're you're my staple, and I want you to be my regular all the time. And I hope we can make that happen still. But I, I got to tell you sincerely, you don't take credit for it, but you did a lot to make this show take off. You did a lot for people who were listening. They, they you meant a lot to them. You mean a lot to me, and. And we love you for it, and we thank you so much for everything that you did this season. I just want you to know that. <laughs> well, can I do something in, in closing? 
to all the fans that listen to us, our crazy rants that we go through all the time. I forget I'm a regular sometimes because we just talk so comfortably. And to your wife, and to you, and to the fans. Um, I feel like this has been a really good season because as much as we were bored and mad, we still committed to each other every week. We talked every week as much as I could. And Sam, text me, email me, get Mr. California my email, whatever, on Facebook, let him stay in contact with him. I want to talk to him, too. And um, yeah, I will. miss you, love you, and your wife. We'll be in contact well, no matter what. I know, yeah. I, know that, <clears throat> I know that your boyfriend had to give up a lot, too, and, and I really do appreciate that from him. And I know he's going to be happy to get a nice meal now. No, he's not. He, he, he's going to miss us. He's going to miss us. He really does miss us. He loves our well. show. He loves us talking. He really does. But well, you've brought a ton of support and a ton of people to this show, and, and you make it – I tell people all the time, and I mean it, and, and my wife will tell people, you make the show, you you and Mr. California, but I know me and you were right from the beginning, shotgun together, yes. and, and people – Right, right, or die. <laughs> and people love you, and they appreciate the things that you do, and, and you've got a huge fan base out there. And, and, you know, when we bring you back, it's going to be even larger, I think. So I'm, I'm really excited for what happens next season, and I'm really excited that I got to meet you and become your friend. And I appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you, too. And I want you to right. inbox me tomorrow, Facebook, or whatever, because I want you to, like, make this go further. You're, like, really a phenomenal. You really oh, have man. a good team. You really do on the radio. You need to look well, at this theater. It, it, you know what? You know, I, and I've done this in the past. Um, now that we're breaking the show down, I've done this in the past. I've done shows in the past online for people, um, and that's how this all got started. People have heard me do it, and 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 I do love doing it. Um, but again, um, without a great supporting cast, without somebody riding shotgun with you, it would just be ba- be me babbling on and on and on. And you I really know. do. And, and that's so, what your wife said. When she said to me, I'm so glad you, she, he has you to talk to, I'm like, uh, that's all I do is talk. But listen to me, Sam. My brother's a producer in uh, in L.A., and he really does talk shows all the time. So just inbox me, book me, whatever you need to do. And, uh, we'll do just, it. You know, we have to stay in contact. We have to because I think we can take oh, we it will. further. We will. We, we will. I, there's no doubt. There's no doubt that it will happen. So don't even worry about that. We we will remain friends for years and years and years and years. I, I'm very grateful yes, for your friendship. Yes, the baby's going to be born soon. I want to go to the baby and all that stuff. That's right. That's right. I will make sure that you're you're one of the first to, to know about that, and that's supposed to be in uh, March 5th. March 5th. But, you know, it it, it really uh, has been. You know, you yeah, do well, these I'm things. Down, huh? Yeah, you go through these things, you do these things, and at the end of the day, uh, what you jump into and you find when you come out are two different things. I jumped into this thing thinking that it was going to be, you know, you know, whatever I thought it was back then, I can't even tell you, and once you come out with his friendships, and it means never a lot. Never and, ever. And never, never in a million years. I, I really thought, never. you know what, I thought we were going to get hecklers, I thought we were going to get people that were going to, you know, come, come on the line and yell at us and all this other stuff. But what we, but what I ended up finding out through doing this is finding a, a friend, and I think I found two friends. I know you especially. So I, you know, I can I can never thank you enough for everything that you did for the show. I know it's the sappy part of it, but 
My gosh, I appreciate you so much, and, and I can't wait until next year, but I can't wait as we go on our lives and talk. You are a dear oh, friend, yeah. and I thank you so much for all your time. Will you send me some info, and I'll send you some info. And we'll do it. I really adore this season with you. Never imagined this would happen. And you and your yeah. wife, and your baby coming, and your beautiful son I see online all the time when I yes. Facebook thank you. you. It's just Thank amazing. You. And, Sam, I'm really going to miss you, but you know what? This is not the end. It's just the beginning. And yeah, it's I just the beginning of a new Yes. I'm going to talk to him. You call me or Facebook me, whatever you need to do. We'll do and it. Thank I'll you. I'll talk to you soon. And All right. California, I want him involved as well. Absolutely. Hope he's Absolutely. a good job. He's an amazing, amazing guest. He really is. And I'm going to miss and, you, and Sam. Like Without you guys, it wouldn't be possible. But, you know, for the, for the final time this season, I love you, Miss Chicago. I will miss I you. I love you too, Sam. And I will and your talk. Wife and the baby. I will talk oh, yeah. You know how to reach <laughs> me. Right. You know how to get me. Absolutely. Great friend. All, right our fans, all of our fans that listen to us go back and forth, <laughs> I love you guys too. They make so it happen. If we didn't happen. have the listeners, if you didn't have the listeners, we wouldn't be back next season. So I think we're going to get it, and I know I'm going to see you. But for the final time this season, I love you, Miss Chicago. I wish you nothing but love luck. I will talk to you, and, and you will be in my prayers and my thoughts, and we will talk soon. But for this show, this season, this is the last time. God bless you. Absolutely. I absolutely love her. I think I cut her off there, and I didn't mean to, but... Listen, uh, sappy part of this now, uh, it's been a, you know, we complain, we bitch and moan about the show, but it's because we're passionate, it's because we care, and it's been an absolute joy. I mean, I never thought we'd have 1,600 people tuning into this thing, listening to to the show. Thank you all for those who have returned and returned. Thank you so much. Uh, I do encourage people to watch Canada. There is some rumor that we might do a live Canada eviction show would love to do it. I think it would be a lot of fun. It's on East Coast time as well, so it would be perfect. Uh, but we'll wait and see. But that's not until next year, and the, we got to finish out this year. And, you know, a lot of things have happened over the last couple of years, and a lot of things have, have gone on and in social lives and whatnot. All I ask is that you be good to each other. Be nice to the next person. You never know if you're going to need them. Uh, not that that sounds, that sounds pretty bad, but you never know when you need each other. People, we need to come together. We need to do better at, at socializing and, and, and talking, and that's what this show's about. I appreciate everybody who has called. I appreciate everybody who's had anything to do with this. I appreciate the people that put it together. Um, look, it's been a great ride, and I really, really, really am excited to see what happens next year. Please keep us in mind. You'll be getting news things. I'm sure things will be popping out on the uh, on the Facebook page. If you don't like Big Brother After Show Facebook page, please go like it. It's a lot of information over there. Uh, you know, as the shows begin to come back on and as we start getting rumors, we'll talk about a little rumor next year, I'm sure. We'll talk about Canada a little bit. So don't don't think that this is the end. I don't think it is. I really don't. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a bittersweet situation. As much as we want the show to kind of end so we can move on, it's also meaning that we leave a phase behind. And I appreciate the great friendships I've made. I, I dearly love the friends who have called here. I appreciate everybody who's listened. 
Uh, excuse me. And, and you know, it's just been a really fun ride. And it may be boring, but it wasn't boring talking about it. So thanks again, guys. This is the final time I'm going to be signing off for this season. And, um, and I just want to say how much, again, I appreciate your devotion, your loyalty to the show. Please don't be a stranger. Uh, hit us up again. Send us messages. We'll keep you informed on what's going on. I hope you enjoy Big Brother 16. I hope Big Brother 17 is going to bring us some bigger things. We can keep a, a wish list going, but uh, I think it will, and I have confidence that it will. I always do, and sometimes it's going to pay off, I think. But, folks, again, thank you for the supporters, Lift a Nice Tea, all those guys that they're able to get that put a little money into this, Geico, everything like that, that do it. Thank you so much for the support. Um, and we're out for the last time, folks. No more final thoughts, no more Big Brother after show until next season, I don't think. So thank you so much. Be good to each other. God bless. Enjoy your whole year that you have free for three days a week now. God bless. We'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.